Cinema Obscura. An L.A. trial lawyer can't seem to get a lasting break in showbiz, so he winds up funding, writing, directing, and starring in a crime action film in the early 90s. What could go wrong? I'm Steve Nicasey, along with independent Philly filmmaker Andre Bennett, and welcome to Cinema Obscura. We're taking a look at the movie Road to Revenge, also known as Get Even, one word, and it had another title before that. And Andre, we have a special guest. We do. I'd like to uh, introduce from uh, the B-Movie TV series Action Smacked, Joey V. Oh, thank you. Uh, Hi, guys. Uh, It's great to be here today, and thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. And thanks for introducing us to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to re- oh, introducing you to Road to Revenge. Yes, yeah. this this yeah. one was your choice. You, you won't be able to get that stink off of how many times you shower. So. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> First off, tell tell us about what, what you're involved in. I mean, you have fans all over the place. Yeah, about uh, two years ago, I uh, started on a independent Roku channel called B Movie TV. My show is called Action Smacked. We do action movies. You know, we try to get as best we can out there, but once in a while, we get something like Road to Revenge. <laughs> And uh, it really makes for a very special episode. <laughs> now, Road to Revenge, you know, I, I could not help, and we talked about this before we started uh, in the studio here, uh, about another self-indulgent film project we recently discussed, which was The Room. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody says, I'll be darned, you know, I'm going to make a movie. And this is what happens. Uh, yeah. I would have thought that this guy could have just retired at this point. But he was dead set on making a movie and really, like, showing everyone that he was going to get even. And uh, <laughs> yeah. he sure did. This, is, this movie is disposable income plus ambition minus talent. Yes. Yeah. No talent. What's Yes. <laughs> now, it, it's a fascinating cast, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Wingshauser is pretty much remembered for um, – I guess the Roseanne show. He was a father. Like, oh, right. Yeah. yeah he, uh, he was the father of um, uh, two daughters that lived next door. I had forgotten about that. I, yeah. I totally forgot that he was on yeah, Roseanne. It was like six episodes, six, eight episodes, something like that. But yeah, two neighborhood girls move in next door, and he was their father. And, wow. And that's pretty much his claim to fame. But that it was his son. It was a network gig, though. It right, was, yeah. It wasn't bad. And, and how about the other, other cast members? I know the uh, female lead. She was a uh, Playboy Playmate. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it for her uh, uh, movie career. Was was this movie? And then, of course, there's your star, your you know your knight in shining armor, <laughs> John D. Hart. You know, it's funny. You you, you look this movie up on IMDb, and it has top build cast, and it doesn't even have a still picture of him. As oh a, yeah. <laughs> I mean, golly, this. <laughs> That's as bad as it gets. I know. It's, yeah, it's it's something else. <laughs> this guy is obviously just so driven to be, it's not just that he has to write and direct it himself. And it's not just that he stars in it. He sings all the songs. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like listening and I'm like, is that him singing oh, yeah. in this? And like the shimmy shake scene, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. The, the whole musical number, which... Oh, you got it wrong, Andre. It's the shimmy slide. Oh, yes, the shimmy yeah. slide. Shimmy slide. <laughs> yes. yeah. Which is good stripping music, I understand. Yes. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> and, 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 and right, so right after he's singing this song in this bar, this lady starts stripping, and another patron decides to call the cops on her for, like, lewdness. And whatever – does that go anywhere? That never goes anywhere. No, I don't think it does. But if you remember in the next scene, that's when – 
Win Wings Hauser is then in jail, but is he in jail for something else or, or maybe fighting? Well, or? It, it, there, there was a rumble in the bar. <laughs> there was uh, a rumble. The cops were oh, responding yes. to the to the, the to the stripper to the public nudity. Uh, <laughs> yes. of God forbid. And then they they walk upon this big fight that's going on with the, with the satanic worshiper guy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He's like, oh yeah. The cops are like, oh, we'll take them all in because Pamela Bryant's character, whose name is escaping me, she's like, they're trying to help me. These Satan worshippers are trying to kidnap me. <laughs> Yeah. The fact that they're that they have to be Satan worshippers too. Couldn't it just be a drug gang? Right, right, right. And and the bad cop who turns into a bad judge. How many times have we seen that before? I, I don't think outrageous I, stuff. I don't think I ever have. I, I don't. I don't think so either. I, I, we were just talking outside. We were just talking outside. How did this guy within a year? Be a cop and then turn into a judge. There has to be some like, you know, you have to go to law school, right? I mean, yeah, it just doesn't work or, out or like some, that. Somebody got paid off. That's probably yeah. what happened. But the, the the judge is played by an actor who had some pretty good film credits. Oh, yeah. William Smith. He, yeah. he had been in Conan. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was a Marlboro man as well. Oh, yeah. that's, that's true. And he is still alive to this day and making movies. No kidding. Yeah. No. He's like 90 years old. And he's still making movies. He could speak like four different languages. I know that. And he, that's amazing. He knows like kung fu and karate. Like he's a yeah. legitimate tough yeah. guy. And they, and they have those scenes of him like practicing, but that they, they splice. It looks like that. And the shot of the him feeding the dog early in the movie, those look like home video shots that were spliced in way after the fact. Yes. Yeah. Did yes, you notice yeah. that the dog had a black belt? Too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so on brand. Don't mess with the poodle. That's right. <laughs> well, th- there are moments in that movie that, uh, you know, some movies you want to throw spoons. And and this movie, there, there's a scene. Well, first of all, the lighting in this in this movie is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. There's shadows all over the place. But there's one restaurant scene where basically you can't hear the dialogue because of the crunching from the chips. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I still think my favorite part of this whole movie, the moment that you know that this is the most low-budget thing you're going to see for a while, is when he's watching her strip and he's drinking the champagne. I don't know if you noticed, but if you could go back and look at it, he hands champagne off to the side and someone actually grabs it (laughs) and pulls it. (laughs) A little exhibition is going on there. Yeah. Yeah. He he uh, he did not have any script supervisor. I don't think. No. If yeah. <laughs> so, they were well, really he, not doing their. But job. he's John DeHart, Andre. He he knows. Yeah, exactly. He knows enough. He knows movies. So, so, so you want you want three love scenes? No problem at all. Let's let's get him in there. Right. Somehow. And I'm going to sing in every one of them. <laughs> I think these are worse than the sex scenes in the room. Oh, absolutely. The room sex scenes are like long and arduous. Yeah. But at least those are and they, kind of well shot. They actually cut them down. They, yes. they cut one of the love scenes down, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's This is just like <laughs> it's it's terribly shot, terribly lit, and yeah. it's just something really kind of grody about the whole thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean – and then, you know, his attire, the the things he wears during the day, I mean, getting married in a tracksuit. Right. That, you was, know? The best, that was the best but thing. But your, <laughs> your best man had uh, – he, he dressed for the occasion, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He had an orange suit. Right. That, that he, w- he was shaking in the background, too. I mean, like. Both of those went on my wedding Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about you with that, Andre. Yes. Definitely. 
And maybe you can get somebody to do that Hamlet thing, too. Oh, oh my goodness. And and you were saying before, they cut down the ha- – like, there's a scene where his character is also, like – he's not just an ex-cop. He's also a frustrated actor. At one point, he does Hamlet. Like, right. he does the to-be-or-not-to-be monologue for his girlfriend. And the movie stops for it. He did the entire monologue. And yeah. Like, they cut they it cut, down Because he wanted to do more. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels like whoever he hired to edit the movie – probably was dealing with so much stress working with him. You, you can't have this this long. You, you you have to cut down this sex scene. For God's sake, you cannot do an entire Shakespearean monologue. Oh, my God, this action scene. These, these, these shots, this coverage is horrible. It's like I'm just imagining what the editor has to go through. But you know like, what? That editor didn't know anything because John DeHart is a genius. <laughs> he was going to prove to the world that he was a genius. Don't knock his genius. And there's, there's like during transitions, this one CGI shot of a house in passing, like repeated over and over. I'm like, wait a second. That looks entirely fake. <laughs> we have a clip. You want to set it up, Andre? Yes. This is referring back to the Hamlet scene, although uh, thankfully we don't get a reprise of it. DeHart's character Rick and his best friend Huck, Huck Finney, and <laughs> played by Wingshauser, they're at a bar and Rick is celebrating he and his girlfriend getting back together. His girlfriend who escaped from a devil worship cult run by his arch nemesis. So this is Road to Revenge. Hey, Huck, congratulate me. Me and Cindy are getting back together again. Going to spend a couple weeks at Duke's and then uh, get a place of our own. My great friend, uh, just what you going to just leave me hanging out there again. Okay, well, you know I can't afford to pay the rent. Hey, well, you, you surprised me with the attitude, but you maybe you get another roommate. Look, at, Ed's looking for a place. Ed? Ha! <laughs> Don't worry, I'll I'll be fine. Hey! Head in the purple. You want to hear something that uh, Hamlet wrote? (laughs) No, not really. Uh, How about you? You you want to hear Hamlet wrote? Who's Hamlet? (laughs) Who's Hamlet? Who gives a Okay. My buddy here knows how to talk about Hamlet. He knows the lines. You want to hear it or not? Not right now. Maybe later. Oh, later. You know what this tells me about you, uh, Mr. Fringe? Fringe benefit. It tells me that you got no class, okay? You got no class. Hey, look at me. Look at me. You know, the scary thing about it is there are real guys talking at a bar like that right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> No, the amazing film Road to Revenge, and what was the original title? It was Champagne. Champagne and Bullets was the original title, and then it became Road to Revenge, and then became Get Even. And you were telling me this this was on YouTube for a while, right? And now it 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 isn't there anymore. Um, I don't know why. I don't want to speculate <laughs> if I might have had a hand in that, but I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to leave it out there. <laughs> And uh, you've featured this before, and it's probably going to come back again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're looking into doing something real big with it and um, uh, maybe uh, editing some new scenes in for me beforehand and, and afterwards, you know, and then yeah. keeping the original 
as well, but like extending it out a little bit longer just because there's so many people who ask me about this film. There's so much more to pick out about it. This movie is perfect in its atrociousness. It's absolutely sublimely bad. This is like one of the best So Bad It's Good movies I've ever seen. Longfellow couldn't have said that better. (laughs) (laughs) But it has a plot and it does have some action sequences. So yeah, it it is what it is. The bow and arrow. Right. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to get revenge. And that's the thing. This movie is called Road to Revenge or Get Even, but there's nothing to get even about until the last 20 minutes. And I, and I get sometimes that happens like Mad Max. He doesn't become Mad Max until the end. But if your movie is promising revenge, the whole thing needs to kind of predicate on that revenge and not just be this weird relationship drama slash slice of life comedy slash musical through it. I feel like John DeHart just didn't quite get how to – market this thing well i think it's all about the journey see we took the road there and then finally we got the revenge the road was seeing his life yeah yeah (laughs) cowboy hat and all you know through the through the good times dancing in the bar don't forget about the leather pants oh and the leather pants (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the the leather pants and the the fact that he, he doesn't know how to screen fight at all he's throwing these terrible punches right that alone is it's an uproar Considering who he's fighting. Yes. <laughs> you have a legitimate martial artist right. in here. And this is one of those movies where you have people who know so much better than what they're doing, probably, at least in the case of William Smith and Wings Hauser. And yet they were probably just like, he's paying me. <laughs> right. This is not going to take very long. Before you know it, it'll be over. I'm just not going to rock the boat. But hopefully everybody had a good time. And I hope so. How can, how can people uh, see Road to Revenge now? Well, you can watch it on Action Smacked. We do have a Facebook page, and B-Movie TV also has its own Facebook page, and we'll make sure that we post up and let people know three weeks before it comes out. We're going to do it again. Anything coming up you're excited about? Right now, we're on hiatus because I took some time off. Um, I'm getting back in the swing of things. I think it's going to be uh, October 6th we're looking at. We're going to be doing a movie called Full Eclipse. Yes, that uh, oh, full eclipse is. I assure you, you're, you're going to have a good time. With oh, it. I've I've already watched it, and yes. I've, oh, we've already scripted it. We're ready to go. <laughs> yes. Looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, action smacked. Joy V, our special guest on Cinema Obscura. Thanks for spending some time with us. Oh, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. I had a great time here. Parting thoughts, Andre. Like I said, Road to Revenge has everything. It literally has everything. I'm still kind of processing it. Uh, Joey, thank you. Thank you so much for introducing me to this movie because it's like if Tommy Wiseau directed an Andy Sedaris movie. So I'm just – I'm thrilled. Your your work here is done. We'll never be the same again. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much. Cinema Obscura. I'm Steve Nikhazy. Cinema Obscura is recorded and produced in the KYW studios in Philadelphia. For more shows, check out the new Radio.com app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Thank you for listening. To be or not to be, that is the question.